Thank you for listening to Write, Speak, Play with host Nancy Arvizu. Hi, this is Nancy. Today is another one of those conversations with someone that I personally know, so it's hard to go back and have previous conversations, but with Kristen, you don't have to worry about the past. This is a woman who is very present, who stands in her true belief and her power completely. And by her stepping into her truth, she has affected me and I hope to affect others. In our conversation, Kristen talks about the ripple effect and how each one of us have a path. We have a purpose and it is to help others. That is what Kristen is doing. And I hope you enjoy this. Yeah, we'll, we'll go into that. Absolutely. Okay, Kristen. Okay, well, first, thank you for spending some time with me. I, it's been a long time since we've talked. I've missed you yeah. so much. But, you know, what happened to you has affected me. And it's been such a huge impact on my life. And I realized that I've never heard the whole story of how you went from being the rancher's daughter to talking to angels. So take me to the very last day of being the rancher's daughter. Who were you? Well, it's interesting because I still operate as the rancher's daughter, but I have this magical impact on people that come through um, to see the rancher's daughter. So it's not that I've let that go. It's that it's now developed into something so much more. And it's kind of interesting because now when I look back and I piece together my journey, there's all these little things that were divinely being aligned along the way. So becoming this spiritual entrepreneur had to come from being the rancher's daughter. So when I, uh, typically our gifts come out, everyone is gifted and I believe that wholeheartedly. And especially the people that are drawn to me because I absolutely believe in the laws of attraction and vibration. And right now I vibrate at such a high healer's vibration that the people that are drawn to me, it's because they're a healer. So there is a healing component to you. There's a healing component with every single person that I work with. And typically everyone is born gifted, but we go through some experiences that cause us to turn off our gifts or we stop acknowledging them or we repress them. And then normally later on in life, we go through some traumas or things like that, that will start to bring out our gifts. Again, it's kind of like um, a spiritual awakening that just changes everything about us, changes the way that we perceive things. We start looking at things from this higher perspective and we start questioning everything that we once knew. So mine kind of started with my divorce. It kind of uh, started there with me learning to kind of, I'm going to stand in my power, but at the initial part of that, I didn't really even know what that meant. And now it's developed. I'm about three and a half years out of that. Um, the first year I was just focused on survival and the rancher's daughter actually showed up for me as my blessing to kind of get me through that time frame. And, uh, I would kind of joke at the stand and I didn't realize the power of manifestation that our words create, uh, our experiences, you know, and, we always think that we're creating the good experiences, but we also create the heavier experiences in our lives. So we have to be aware of that. Um, and over time, as you raise your vibration, your vibration will become super, super powerful that you can kind of jokingly say things and it's not going to automatically bring in that negativity and things. But I used to say at my farmer's market stand, when I, I left corporate America, I immediately 
just all of a sudden went through a divorce. I, I didn't even know I was going to go down that route. And I was opening this business in the farmer's market. And uh, I called it the rancher's daughter. But I would always joke around and say that my stand was the one-stop healing shop. And that was because I would bring in products from other really amazing heart-centered entrepreneurs that were in the farmer's markets and maybe they couldn't come to the farmer's market themselves. So I'd bring their products with me and all of the products were super, super healing. So that was the beginning of the manifestation. And I didn't really realize that I just kept saying it's the one-stop healing shop. And over time I started noticing that people were coming to my stand and I just would give them really great guidance. And it started to amplify, uh, even with you, you know, we met there and I would give you this good vibes, energy and things like that. And it just started amplifying and amplifying. So I wasn't quite sure at the time. I didn't realize that I was actually channeling messages um, from God or creator or the universe source, whatever it is for you. Um, and I started just giving messages to people. And at that time I had started kind of working a little bit with the subconscious. So I had this understanding, um, a divine intervention. Some woman did this to me. And then it was kind of interesting because it stopped working on me and I thought, why isn't it working anymore? But really it was because I was being pulled to actually learn how to do that work myself. And so I started learning about the subconscious. I started learning that so many people start trying to use their words to create, but if their subconscious was overriding that positivity, they really were finding themselves stuck. The next piece of that was that I started looking at it and saying, I don't believe in the rules that you guys have created with this working with emotions, working with beliefs. I really wanted to start going to the root cause of healing. And so I literally would just say to the subconscious as I was working with someone, what is the number one thing that is causing all of these other things to be a vibrational match? And when I could go to the root, I started noticing that people were expediting in their healing like crazy. And at the time I, I wasn't calling myself a healer. I would just kind of shrug my shoulders and say, well, I'm just kind of intuitive. And as I kind of went down the road, I would start kind of, I, st I had a, an attraction to angels. I started, everything angels started showing up. I knew the angels were talking to me and I didn't realize I was actually what's called clairaudient. So I was hearing messages but because they were so gentle and so light, they almost sounded like my own thoughts. So I didn't really realize that it was angels. And then over time, I'm like, this is something beyond me. So everyone's gifts show up differently. Mine was clairaudience. So I was hearing. So it wasn't that I was actually seeing them, which is clairvoyancy. I was hearing. Um, as that got stronger and stronger, I would just hear like an angel's name. So I would know I was working with a particular angel or there, there, there was that angel there with me. And then over time, it started turning into a knowing, which is claircognizance. So I just had this deep knowing that there was the presence of an angel there. And it was pretty wild because when people were in my presence, my vibration was so high and I didn't even know it um, because it was so normal to me. I didn't recognize that I had this massively high vibration and then my words were matching that too and so people would come over to my house and we would joke around about the front porch healing that people would come over to do a session and sit on my front porch with me and still at this time I was still rejecting the fact that I was a healer I just was kind of like oh, I kind of do this intuitive work and I was really downplaying it and that was my subconscious trying to keep me small so that was a programming with me saying no you're not allowed to really own this because it was such a the gift that I have is such a large magnitude that it was hard to even feel worthy of having that gift. And so people would come to my house and it would be so magical because I didn't 
know what was going on. I didn't have any training in any of these healing modalities for, for the most part. Um, I took the one course, but as soon as I paid for it, I knew how to do it without, without even going into the course. I opened it up and it was like, I know how to do this. And so it was this deep remembering of me being a healer, which really ties back to the rancher's daughter because my family were healers of the land. We're conservation ranchers. We use the animals to heal the nutrition of the soil. We use the vegetation to heal the people. And then the vegetation gets into the animals and that's used to heal our bodies. So I, in past lives, have been heal a healer. Um, it, it's so funny to for someone when they work on me and they say, oh, you've been a healer of the land in your past. And I go, well, that's so weird because that's what we do in this lifetime. So really what happens is, is we go through these experiences in this lifetime, but they're really connected to like a deep remembering of who we were and who, what we've done in other lifetimes. Um, and I grew up in the church, so it's kind of this interesting thing. But I always say when you become really solid in what you, when you really start to identify what are my beliefs versus what I've been taught, then you're really in a very powerful place because you can start to say, is this a belief that someone imposed on me or is this truly my belief? So my connection to God has gotten really, really solid. And when I am in the church, I take what resonates with me and then I toss the rest and I don't feel a sense of judgment because I've let go of all those judgments of myself. And I also can recognize where there's woundings in, in, in different people and different healers. You know, you can, you, as you go down this journey, you can really sense like, Oh, they, they just, this is their belief because this is what they've been exposed to, right? And over time, their beliefs will become more and more solid as they start to go down their journey and say, what is truly my belief versus what I've been taught? So it's, it's been this divine connection of mine is, is a blind faith, whereas other people will come. And, and right now it's really cool because I'm working with people who have no idea that they're a healer. And then they go, I don't know why. I just feel like I'm supposed to call you. Somebody told me. And then they show up on my front porch. And next thing you know, they're either seeing the clairvoyancy, they're seeing the angels, they're seeing their guides, they're seeing God right there. They're seeing Buddha, you know, they're seeing all these ascend masters, or they might be hearing or knowing. But one of my gifts is that I literally am trusting on such a deep faith that I'm someone that doesn't actually even need the proof. I don't need the proof. I just know and it comes out of me. And every single time the person is blown away. So even still in the farmer's market to this day, people come up, uh, the vegetarians, I own a beef company, but the vegetarians will come up and they go, I have no idea why I'm here. And I go, oh, well, you have autoimmune and it stems from your solar plexus. And, and I am very aware. Uh, I always check in, like, is this a message I'm supposed to relay? But I believe in the power of setting intentions. So I a long time ago set the intention that every person that shows up at my stand that is needing a message it'll be very clear. So I don't just start spitting it out to someone who's not ready to receive it. Generally, the intention is, is that the people who need this kind of work show up to me and it is totally received well. But in order to get out of that space, I had to move through all the places that I rejected me because if I rejected me, then people would reject my messages. If I was judging me, then people would judge me. So now that I've moved through all those emotions, those beliefs, all those um, just thought processes that are not true, I no longer am a vibrational match for those people. So everyone embraces what I say. Everyone embraces my journey and they're always blown away. And even to this day, I'm still blown away because like I said, um, it's not that I've studied years and years uh, of knowledge. It's an a profound knowledge that I have within and uh, the vibration that I have is what starts to create the healing in others. So it's a really, really beautiful journey. Um, and I, it, it just keeps 
magnifying. Um, I've been told by a lot of people that I'm a master to masters. So I really take the teachers and I'm the teacher to the teachers. So um, in the most humble way, it's kind of like a Buddha or a Jesus who goes out and, and teaches the people who are going to teach. And I really like to empower people to learn how to do what I do, because that's how we create healing as a ripple effect for everyone and how we can touch the world is because when I teach someone else how to tap into this vibration and they learn how to become a teacher or a healer, then they can touch that many more lives. So I completely believe that it's a ripple effect. So I really am aware that I want this to spread. I don't want to be the only one with the knowledge or the power. I truly, truly believe that I want to change the world and we're all connected. So when I work on me, I'm working on me for you and, and it's working on you for the next. And then it inspires you to work on you and you energetically are connected to your ancestors with emotional DNA and your future generation. So it really does create this massive ripple effect, which is such an incredible thing. So, so that's kind of where I'm at right now. And it just keeps getting bigger and bigger and better and better. And, and it's pretty amazing. It is. Um, I mean, everything you touched on is, I mean, I've got goosebumps now. <laughs> So I call those your confirmation, whether it's angels for you or whatever it may be. Each person experiences it differently. But when you get the goosebumps all over the body, that's that confirmation of truth, right? Like someone's speaking truth and your angels are with you and they're letting you know, like this message is for you. This is truth for you. So the healing is affecting all of us and it's letting you know we're right here with you. I feel like right over your right hand shoulder, like I hear the word right. So right over your right hand shoulder, there's an angel right there with you. Um, I hear the color purple. So normally that re represents like an Archangel Michael to me. Um, and so you may be really drawn to certain colors or you may be really drawn or you hear this name all the time and stuff like that. But for me, it just feels like he represents the courage that you need to move forward. And it feels like you're really stepping into this space of courage. And so that's kind of how it works for me. It's not like I'm actually seeing him over your shoulder, uh, but I can feel his presence. Um, it feels very strong and it feels very empowering and it feels like it's giving you that courage to move forward. Um, and it's on the right side, which for me represents the masculine energy. So it feels like you've been moving through, you know, really balancing your feminine and masculine, but really feeling strong but gentle and like a woman you know and like finding that balance and stuff so it's giving you that courage to move forward but also still giving you permission to be like feminine and gentle so that's kind of as soon as I feel that that's kind of I start channeling out whatever's coming through so that's kind of what's coming up for you just in that quick moment so I, I, I won't even you don't need the confirmation you know um <laughs> Do you just have a line out your front porch right now? I mean, how do you even have time to sit and talk to me? I, I don't understand. I, I just can't imagine. Your booth must be crazy. How do you sell well, beef? You're not even selling beef anymore. You're just it's actually changing the world. I've moved, I've moved around from a few markets because I literally sometimes know that I'm there not even for the beef, but I'm there because I'm supposed to touch a few lies. And then I will hear, you're done here. And they'll have me move to a completely different market. And I just did this recently. Um, I was, uh, I left one market. I left the market that I was at with you. And the next day, uh, a really big market reached out to me and said, Hey, we want you in, in our market. I'm like, that happened the next day. How did that even happen? And I just, I, you know, I had the courage to leave one thing and, and, and be open to something new coming in. And the next day like that, it happened. And I got there and I met, um, a girl within like a week of being there, who's a vendor there, who is a 
had no, she had no idea. She was very gifted, but she did not know they were gifts like a healer. And I literally did one session with her and now she is doing healing work on others. And she has become a sole family member to me. And it's really crazy because there were like six or seven really powerful people that I was supposed to meet in that market over the last, you know, couple of months. And then it was like, okay, that was the last one you needed to touch time to move on. And so now I'm back at my regular market. And so I kind of keep just going from place to place. Um, and I just kind of trust the guidance of where I'm going. Uh, but I really, really believe that healers, um, if they're not taking care of themselves, they'll burn out very quickly right? So one of the biggest intentions over anything else was that I wanted balance in my life, right? And so I have completely created, and this goes back to when I first started um, the markets. When I was leaving corporate America, I kept saying, I'm going to make three times the amount of money and work half the time. And I had no idea how it was going to happen. Most of the time when we're trying to manifest something, and I didn't realize I was manifesting at the time, but most of the time when we're trying to manifest something, we're so attached to how it happens that it can't actually come into fruition because we're trying to manipulate how it, it's like we have it in a box and it's like this is exactly how it has to happen in order for it to happen and for me I was like I don't care how it's going to happen I don't care what it looks like I'm just excited and I kept saying it over and over again and so now I find myself working half the time making three times the amount of money and I really worked on my relationship with money because there is a lot of healers that believe that they can't charge for their services or that they have to do things for free, but I absolutely believe that there's a chain of how it happens. And so as we learn what our worthiness is, people who are willing to pay for those services and that worthiness will come in. And there was a time where I didn't want to charge anything, right? And then I stepped up a little bit and somebody moved into that the free healer that heals everyone for free. And then I kind of stepped up and the free healer behind me kind of moved into this, okay, I might charge a little bit. And I believe that there's this chain that just kind of goes up as we start to learn our worthiness. And when we truly understand that money is just a frequency, that we truly understand when we work through our beliefs, that money will flow from every direction. So for me, it may be through clients, it may be through the farmer's market, it may be through an Airbnb I have. You know, I really am creating that I can have as much time as I want and I can take as many clients as I want without burning out. So, so much of my journey has been about setting really powerful intentions. I don't have to heal the world, right? I'm creating more healers so more healers can work with other people and create more healers. So I don't have to take on the burden of the whole world, which is a really important thing because oftentimes healers feel like they have to heal everyone. And sometimes there are people who are not ready to heal. So you really have to get intentional and say that the people that come to me are ready to heal. The people that come to me are ready to do this piece, right? Not everyone's ready to do that. And you can't project your will onto them because we all have a, a soul journey and a path that we came here for. And so when you can really come to this place of I'm, I'm right where I'm supposed to be, right? You will be in such balance because energetically, when I'm supposed to take a break, the flow of clients slows down, right? And I know, oh, when I rest, I'm more powerful. And then I create the space to take more clients. So I'm really, really balanced with it. It's a really important piece of my journey. And I can tell energetically when uh, God is talking to me, when he's like, okay, you got to go take some self-care. And so I'll go do some self-care. And uh, the podcast thing is interesting because I've been told for years now that you need to have a podcast. You need to be on podcasts. And I kept resisting it because it was another form of being seen. And so when you reached out to me, I said, okay, you guys are getting louder and louder because everyone keeps asking me when I'm going to start doing podcasts. When I, and, I, and so I knew 
even if I perceived I didn't have the time, that was more me trying to sabotage myself. So I just had to say yes. And when I started saying yes to, and the angels are talking to me right now, I'm in my car and a car just drove by and it says 9999. So it's closure, right? Like it's closure and opening up and it had a five, which is the representation of change right? So I'm changing this habit as I'm talking about it. And so that's kind of how they talk to me sometimes is something will just go by that gives me the sign like, okay, you're closing out that fear of being seen, being on the podcast, like really stepping into your own, you're, you're closing out this lesson, you're ready. So, and, and also I believe time is a thing that we've created. Like somebody put a clock on the wall and said, this is, what time you have, right? The sun goes down, we, we automatically are trying to go to bed. So that's also a belief system. So something I started working with is, is that I have all the time in the world, right? I have as much time as I need. I always land right where I'm supposed to be right on time. So sometimes even my clients will call me and say, hey, I'm kind of running late and I'll say you're right on time. And they have no idea that I asked God for like an extra 10 minutes. And then they have no idea that they're being delayed because I asked for time and that they're technically right on time. So the more I started reinforcing that I have all the time that I need for everything, everything started getting done in that exact amount of time. So really starting to be in this high awareness of how we can truly, truly create what it is that we desire. So I created time and money. I didn't feel like it was a one or the other. I created both. Uh, I created time for me. I created an abundance of time, an abundance of money, an abundance of clients, right? And then I literally surrendered it and just said, I want it to be perfectly balanced. And so it's been really cool because I don't even really market myself out there. Everyone finds me because I, I, I put that intention out there that the people find me. And so I'll work with one client and they'll refer three clients to me because that's one of my intentions. And uh, I have clients all over the world. So sometimes they're on the front porch with me, which I absolutely love. And I can totally get carried away with like just hanging out on the front porch, listening to the birds chirp. And the healing always looks different for every person because it's really coordinated to exactly what that person needs. So sometimes it's crying. Sometimes it's them channeling messages for me that they had no idea they knew how to do. Um, and sometimes it's uh, just really light and airy conversation that creates this healing. So I, I, I just try and be this container where they feel really safe and whatever needs to come up from the moment that they walk in, they start releasing their, their burdens and raising their vibration. And so I create this experience for them of what it looks like to kind of tap into this higher vibration. So sometimes people will come and I'll say my hands are ringing or I'm buzzing everywhere or I'm I, you know I can feel all this stuff and they have never experienced something like that it's because they're stepping in almost to like a little vortex that is just full of energy so I'm always blown away by it too I I just always I never really know what's going to happen in a session and I have clients that I also work with that are all around the country all around the world and we do it via FaceTime or Zoom or whatever works for them so it's really cool I'm getting to touch a lot of lives I'm so glad we recorded the conversation because I'm going to have to go back and pick out all the notes and the little drops of wisdom. The biggest thing I think is you recognizing all the signs. I mean, you're sitting there talking to me in a car and you rec you see it, you pay, you're paying attention. Is that yeah. really our biggest problem? We're not paying attention. Right. So really when you're going to tap into your gifts, it's about becoming present in your life. So a lot of the times because we've been so wounded, 
we distract ourselves or we're constantly running or constantly on the go because if we have that time to just sit with ourselves it brings up the feelings of overwhelm and it brings up these this just emotions and anxiety that's why so many people struggle to just get present right so really i tell people especially even when they're looking for guidance from someone or they're looking for a reading or they want to do some work i always tell them you want to come from a very centered and grounded spot right because we're working with energy so if you come to me with a really panicked energy i'm going to give you some panicked information right i mean i'm pretty solid so um knowing that whoever you're drawn to they're going to be symbolic of you right so the people that are drawn to me even when they're in panic they're pretty solid because they want truth right they're not just looking for someone to give them a, a magic ball crystal reading they really want truth because that that's what i am is seeking truth so people show up and they want truth with me and so the biggest thing is is as you go down this journey, you start to open up your awareness. And there's even a time where they call it the dark night of the soul, where you kind of go into this darker, heavier space and you start questioning everything about your life, your journey. And it almost feels like depression. Like sometimes people confuse it with their depression, but really it's you're purging beliefs, you're purging emotions, and you're purging um, just all these other aspects of you, which have been really heavy in your body. And so that's why it feels like depression, or that's why it feels like we're kind of in this gloomy space. But as you let go of these patterns that we're drawn to, that were installed in us from our parents or these emotions, you start to raise your vibration and then you start to be in more awareness. So the moment you're in a lesson or a pattern or emotion, because you're starting to be much more aware with your journey. You don't stay there as long because you're aware and you go, Oh, I see. I'm having an issue with um, the men in my life or the relationships in my life. Okay. I'm in a pattern. I want to dig into this and it helps us to just see, Oh, this is a pattern that came from my mother and she had this same thing. Right. And so the more we start to just dig into that, being open to, everything as a feedback system for us that's really when we get our healing and when it starts to take off but you have to be present enough and you also have to ask for that to come into your life you know like you have to ask for awareness setting the intention i want to be aware of my patterns i want to be aware of my beliefs i want to be aware of my guides being here so every morning i literally will say the lord's prayer and then i'll say anyone that god or source wants to provide to help me on my journey today, help me to be in awareness, help me to feel your presence, help me to know that you're here. And you'll start seeing, most people start seeing the repeating numbers. They start seeing the 1111, which is very symbolic of like the working of self and the spiritual journey. And they start seeing just repeating numbers over and over again, where it becomes very, very blatant to where you almost, it, it, you almost can't miss it, right? Because the more you invite that in, the more, like I had a client call me yesterday and she said, I finally just said, I need to surrender. And I said, if there's anyone there, and she called in the angels, she said, if there's anyone there, I need you to help me. And she was listening to a podcast and it completely cut out. And she said her prayer about what she was trying to heal and what she was trying to work through. And then literally, as soon as she was done, the podcast came back on and she's listened to that podcast four times. And it literally had the exact message that she needed to hear in that moment. And she knew instantly, oh my gosh, that's what they're talking about when they're talking to us. So they really, as you become comfortable communicating with this spiritual higher realm, um, 
they'll, they'll start showing up through like maybe the post on Instagram or Facebook. It's the exact thing you need to see that day. It's the exact message or the song that comes on the radio. You know, it's the exact song you needed to hear in that moment, or they might play it two times back to back. I had that happen where a song on a radio played twice in a row and I knew it was speaking to me. So they will literally interrupt the communication around you through your electronics. And that's kind of where it starts. And a lot of people are kind of like, that's got to be a coincidence. There's no such thing as a coincidence. They are absolutely synchronistic, synchronistic things. And so for me, I know my grandmother's around every time I find a dime, my grandmother's around. Every time I find a penny, I absolutely know that those are my angels with me. So everyone's going to have their own interpretation of what something means for them. So you don't have to have the same interpretation. It might be the same, but it might be completely different. And, and it's pretty funny. I was at the farmer's market the other day and my dad was with me and he's a cowboy and he's really, really embracing my journey because he's a healer himself, but he doesn't like to really admit it in that form. And uh, I, he came to the farmer's market and he's never there. And I was wearing some boots and I, I could feel something in the bottom of my shoe. And I pulled my boot off and I literally pull a dime out of my, my, my boot. And he's like, Oh my gosh, I know my mom's here right now. And so it's just really, really funny. But, um, so my dad doesn't want to necessarily talk or hear or see my, my grandma right now. Cause he's still in fear. He's got to move through that. So right now she's kind of flickering his lights in the house and she's moving things around and you know, she's showing up in the form of a deer and then he'll find dimes everywhere. So she's making herself known until he starts to feel more comfortable with it. And as we move through our fears of like, where maybe it was scary for us to see someone or to hear things as we move through those fears, we start to return on our gifts and we start to be more connected to that spiritual world and then that's when it gets really magical because you literally can't even explain the miracle and magic that's coming into your life so it's pretty awesome my god oh, it's it's i mean okay i want you to be on my podcast like once a week like we could do a <laughs> Kristen morning of whatever's going on you know whatever you want to do and eat and get you ready to do a podcast. I want to do it. I want to, you know, I think that would be amazing. The ripple effect of it. Right. Well, and I, I definitely know it's a piece of my calling. Even when you told me I needed to write a book, I know it's a piece yeah, of my calling. Yeah. And I know that each piece of it is coming in. And, and I've been told by many, many powerful healers that, um, that all these things are, are going to happen and I just need to surrender it and all the right people will come in. So I know at some point you will be there to, to help me with the book. <laughs> I know it. It's funny that you're coming in with the podcast and you never know where someone in your journey, where you meet them and what that impact's going to be. So I'm laughing that I've been resisting the podcast for so long. No, right. Yeah. And because I thought, well, what am I going to say? What do I have to say? Um, am I going to sound silly? And now that I've moved through all those insecurities, it's like, of course, somebody pops up. And of course, it's you that wants to do a podcast with me. So it absolutely makes sense. And now because I'm in such a state of trust and I'm not in that resistance because I've healed so many wounds, it's so much easier to say yes to these things because I know they're being divinely guided, right? So I'm in a place where I just say yes, but there was a time where I said yes to things that weren't for me. And I had to go through that healing of saying yes to me was a very, very powerful piece of my journey, saying yes to me, what feels good to me. And now the more that I've fed myself what feels good, the more I energetically vibrate. Bring me the good stuff, bring me the good stuff. So I absolutely know it's in complete alignment because it's showing up for a reason. And now I'm in that vibration where I know when it shows up, it's because 
I'm being guided a certain direction. So it makes absolute sense that I said yes to you and that I'm doing this with you because um, it's, it's, it's an alignment. Uh, you yeah. know, I just always ask, I ask every day, God, just keep me in alignment with you. Source, creator, what, like I said, whatever it is for you, that's been one of the biggest things because in the spiritual journey, there's um, a lot of toxicity right? There's a lot of lower level vibrations that can appear in a spiritual leader. And so that was something that was scary for me. You know, I don't want to be manipulated. I don't want to be, um, you know, having any heaviness with me. So the, the biggest thing that kept me so safe on this journey was just, God, keep me in your will. Keep me in alignment with you every single step of the way. And when I'm in that space, literally the opportunities, the people, the clients, um, everyone's going to be in alignment because I've literally said, if it's not in alignment, I've created a boundary. And if it's not in alignment, if it's not of the highest vibration, if it's not God's will, then it's not for me. Yeah. And that's kept me really, really safe because oftentimes people will become really drawn to like a spiritual leader, but that spiritual leader might have some heavy energies with them or entities or, you know, lower level vibrations. And that's just symbolic of like, oh, okay, I had some lower level vibrations I needed to move through and now I'm in a higher vibration and I only really resonate with these higher vibrations, right? So it's really getting in alignment with the people's, the leader that you're following, their words and their energy matching. And that's what's really, really important in this journey is always asking God, bring me in the aligned, you know, people, bring me in the aligned opportunities. I don't want to create it. This is something bigger than me. Bring in, and, and it, manifesting is what we call it, but I want it to be an unfolding of God's will, an unfolding of creator's will. Like I want your will to come in because I want it to be aligned because I definitely have manifested things that were not in alignment. <laughs> and so now I'm much more aware of if this is in creator's will, I absolutely want it, bring it forth. So, so this is in, in alignment for me. Absolutely. <laughs> I have to agree with that because I've been do I've been, you know, I follow you daily and listen to your words, you know, often. And, uh, the creation, the, the, the manifesting part I've listened to, it's struck a very big chord with me of, mm -hmm. um, writing it down, you know, giving it yeah. up to the universe and allowing the universe to manifest it. But yeah, what I have forgotten is that I need to just like what you said, three times the money and half the time, but however it's going to come instead of being, I want it to be this way. Right, 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 right. Because we limit ourselves. Yes. When I first started my journey, I had no idea where I got this from, but I, I talked about the box. Like we put everything that we want and we put these walls around it in this box and it makes it so hard. It makes it so limited for a creator to bring that to us right whereas if we just say this is what i desire and get really really like specific with it like like even when people talk about relationships i'm like do you know what a healthy relationship looks like and they're like oh i never even thought like to say healthy relationship right and so we're trying to create something we're trying to ask god to like bring this in and we put all these like restrictions on it instead of saying i'm going to ask for everything i desire and then I'm going to put the walls down and allow it to show up in whatever form it's supposed to. So I may have very well landed in that farmer's market just to meet you, just to change your life and to get my dog Penny, <laughs> who's also a healer. Um, but literally that is how it works is like I had to be, and that's why sometimes I, I don't like to put time frames on it, that it takes time, but because then we create this idea that it takes time. But there was this whole alignment of what brought me to that market, how I got there, how I met you, how I got my dog, how I got to the next market, how I opened up my journey. And so there is a lot of 
support system, energetic support system, guides, spirits, um, even our, our uh, family members who have passed over. Like I hear grandmother for you, so it feels like there's a grandmother presence for you. They're all working on our behalf, but we have to give them permission. We have to say, yeah, come on in and help me with this. And then you just have to trust that even in the I find even in the things that make the least amount of sense, that's where my biggest blessings come from, you know? So like why I was traveling all the way, way far out to Scottsdale made no sense whatsoever, right? But it's now connecting me to somewhere else that I'm supposed to be. And I changed lives there that then took me somewhere else and I have my dog. And so it's just this, I look back and I go, even when it didn't make any sense, there was a bigger picture. So I always just ask, allow me to trust whatever the bigger picture is, and it can come from anywhere. And that's where I've created so much time, so much abundance, so much, and, and, and knowing you can have it all. And there goes that 5999 again, it just drove past me again. Um, so it's just more confirmation, like, why did, why did it need to drive past me again, right? And so it's just this, like, idea that we can have anything that we desire. Don't limit yourself. Like, don't be afraid to ask for what you desire. And then do the work within yourself, the emotional work, the belief work. And that's really where I specialize is, is this, what are the beliefs that are not in alignment with what you're trying to create, right? So if, um, so for me, I say, I I can have time and money, right? A lot of people are taught you have to trade your time for money. Not me. I created an intention that money comes to me whether I'm working or not. So as an example, I have an Airbnb and I had a guest check out a week early. They had been there for two months and they were like, we want to get home. And they left a week early. So I got paid for that week. And then the people coming next wanted to come in a week early. So I got paid twice. I did no work and I got paid twice. So that's what I say when I talk about like, don't limit how it can happen right? Because you really want to be open to, I make money all the time. Money flows to me whether I'm working or not. I can have time and money, right? Don't limit yourself. But a lot of people maybe in the subconscious might be overriding that belief because they saw their father work really, really hard and trade his time for money, which created abandonment and this feeling that money's not good because you were abandoned because of money. And then you may be limiting yourself from allowing that money to come in. So really digging into your beliefs and even if you're not working with someone who's a facilitator of healer, I mean, we can all be our own healers, but it's oftentimes good to invest in yourself. But I tell people to do a release um, and replace. So I kind of just pay attention to what I'm saying. Oh, that seems like a belief, right? So I'll write down the belief that I want to release on one side. And so many people are like, oh, I release these beliefs, but they don't replace it with something good. Like if we can release something negative, can't we replace it with something good? And so, so often we're just releasing it, but then we're not like creating this like high vibrational energy to go towards what we want. So if you just create a list and you just start writing out, what are my beliefs? Like get really deep. What are my beliefs? Where did those come from? I want to release these and then have your replace. And all that takes is just getting really deeply centered and trusting that when you ask to release these and replace them, that that's done. So learning how to trust, because oftentimes we don't trust that when we ask that, that it will be done, right? And then you just need to be in awareness. The next time you see yourself going down that pattern of whatever you release, go, oh, wait, I released this and I replaced it with something new. So I'm going to follow the path of, of, of the new replacement. And that's just simple awareness. So that's not simple. <laughs> but, oh, but that's a belief right there that you just said. It's not simple. You're right. You're right. So you're right. believe that it's not simple. So if you just took a deep breath right now, and you release that it's not simple, right? Because that belief ties to a lot of things for you. So just taking a deep breath and releasing the belief that it's not simple. 
And I want you to just take a deep breath and let that come out of your body. And now I want you to feel yourself replacing that belief with that things are done with grace and ease. It's all done with grace and ease. And I just want you to feel that all in your energy, that things can be grace and ease. So even when you find yourself in something that may seem complicated or may seem heavy or may seem just a little bit harder than what you desire, just remember that you replace that things are done with grace and ease. And just even having that simple shift in perspective will allow you to move through whatever lesson, whatever pattern, whatever you're going through with a lot more grace and ease than if you believe that things aren't simple. Oh, I love it. I love it. I think we're going to end there because that, because I want to have you back on. We're going to do this weekly. I want to get <laughs> on your calendar and you can just come and give us some, you know, your, your grace and ease. <laughs> <laughs> Channel oh messages. It, it truly is. I don't even think about what's going to come out of my mouth. I just, at some point I can feel when creators taken over and he's just relaying the messages that the people need and each person will see it exactly when they're supposed to see it. So that belief that we just released for you, anyone that sees that, that, that feels like it resonates with them. All they have to do is take that simple deep breath and just give yourself permission to heal. So I'm excited. I'm excited to see where it goes and I'm so uh, proud of you and excited to see your journey and see how it unfolds. Um, and just for all the lives that you get to touch just by spreading a message. And, and of course, I'm just so honored to be someone who gets to touch lives in such a deep, deep way. So. Okay. Oh, Kristen. Okay. I wanted to do a show with Kristen and call it 1111 because 1111, according to angel numbers, is a special message from your guardian angels indicating your ability to connect with the ascended masters in the angelic realm. It is your connection with the angelic realm, God or source energy, that determines your ability to manifest your desires and achieve your full potential. And I think that sums up the message Kristen and I are both working on for ourselves and want others to step into their power. Um, so it's time we all become more aware. I hope you enjoyed this show and I hope to have Kristen back on very soon. Thanks for listening. Hi, this is Nancy and thanks for listening to Write, Speak, Play, a podcast started because my words are all I have. This part of my journey started with an ending. In the beginning of 2019, I lost a dear friend to epilepsy. In her memory, I created the Journey Journal to encourage everyone everywhere to write their story today because today is someday. A portion of the proceeds of the sales from the journals is donated to the Danny Did Foundation and the Chelsea Hutchison Foundation, both who provide technology and specially trained dogs to people living with epilepsy. If you'd like to learn more about the Journey Journals, visit the Facebook page, facebook.com at myjourneyjournals. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to Write, Speak, Play. Find Write, Speak, Play on your favorite podcast platform and subscribe to be notified of new episodes. Visit me, your host, Nancy Arvizu, at 
www.nancyarvizu.com for links to books, blogs, social media, speaking engagements, and guest information. Thank you.